Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you've subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. As you know, this podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their stories and life experiences with you all in the hopes to help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today, I have an incredible guest that's going to share so much light and wisdom with you all. Her name is Varsha Amin, and she is an award-winning brand marketer and strategist who has pioneered multi-channel marketing agencies and integrated campaigns for Vodafone, Apple, Microsoft, Nokia, O2, and LastMinute.com. She now coaches emerging brands, helping them to grow their brand online, and she is so passionate about innovation and new technologies. Varsha's company, Lotus X, helps create extraordinary brands online by teaching others how to build and improve their digital skills and presence. They design the thinking behind brands that are innovative and future-facing. Whether you're a business or an individual building a personal brand, Lotus X believes that digital technology has really enabled us to power our brands and businesses and also believe that everyone should have access to all of the knowledge, tools and people that can accelerate your growth. This is where brand innovation comes in. In this episode, Varsha talks about how community is so powerful for us to be surrounded by like-minded people who uplift us daily and also talks all things confidence, branding and staying positive to attract good people into our lives. Without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Varsha Amin, thank you so much for being on the Purposeful Mindset podcast with me today. I'm so excited for you to share your story, your journey, your hustle with everyone today. Please introduce yourself to all these lovely people listening and I want to start off by you actually sharing your story and your journey because I think a lot of people relate to what other people have gone through in the past and then where they are today and, and learn from those challenges and mistakes that we've all gone through in life. So go ahead. Brilliant. Great. Thanks. Absolutely thrilled to be here and thank you for inviting me. Um, hi, everyone. So my name is Varsha Amin. I'm the founder of Lotus X, which is a digital marketing coaching business. Um, so I have many titles. I'm also um, by trade a brand strategist. Um, I've, um, you know, I come from a corporate industry. I've worked for major technology brands. And um, now I run my own business helping entrepreneurs to build their brand online, um, be it business or personal brand. So that's me in a nutshell. So what's my story um, for the benefit of your listeners? So, so really, I guess the undercurrent to my story is, you know, um, you know, going from nothing to becoming something. So I was Hounslow, grew up... Um, with uh, a big family internet connection is unstable <laughs> is, it, is it still working yeah it's still working. <laughs> brilliant love technology hey so what was I saying so uh, yeah I grew up in London um I lived in a kind of ex-council estate um had an amazing childhood. I used to play out in the fields. I was quite a shy kid at school, um, very timid, partly, in fact, because my parents were fairly strict. So it's kind of, you know, like, right, don't do this, don't say this, and be a good kid and, you know, get your education. And then um, 
I also um, I, I basically come from a family with uh, three sisters. So there's four girls in total. I, I was the eldest, so you know I really had to take on the role of head of the house because my parents were busy working. So what did that mean? That meant that I was more of a leader, kind of you know nurturing. Um, my sisters, I, I almost like took them as my kids. When my mum was around, my mum worked part-time, my dad worked full-time. So um, I practically ran the house um, when my parents weren't there. It was all about, you know, kind of keeping everyone together. Um, and then beyond that, um, so school was a bit of a struggle for me. Um, I didn't understand quite why um, I used to study quite hard. You know, I love learning. I'm really curious. Um, and I just couldn't figure out why, like, my memory or my mind just was failing me. Um, but, you know, I just thought maybe I was slow. A lot of teachers were like, you don't, you know, I'm not sure what's wrong. You know, even though I was pretty much above average, I couldn't work out why I couldn't memorize stuff. Um, and it then turned out later on, I think roughly when I was right, sort of around 20, that I realized that um, I was dyslexic. And the, the process of that happening was I saw this poster where it said, are you better at communication as opposed to writing? And I kind of started thinking, well, that really sounds like me. And I sort of investigated that further and thought, right, okay, this something, something, this might lead to an explanation as to how my mind works. And anyway, it turned out that I was dyslexic, um, which is, you know, for those of your listeners that don't really know what it is, it's, it's simply a learning difficulty. Now, it's been presented as a disability in the past, but in fact, one in 10 um, people suffer from it. Um, now, you could you could call it a superpower. There's a number of successful people with dyslexia that have made it, um, particularly businessmen like Richard Branson, um, you know, Steven Spielberg, you know, a, a director that I absolutely love, um, you know, Kieran Knightley. There's so many famous people that have this. Now, at that time, when I was, you know, started to become aware of it, to be honest, I thought, oh, my God, this is a hindrance. I don't want to talk about it. Um, it's only now that people are opening up. Um, but anyway, I guess the point was that was a big struggle um, and a big challenge for me. But the minute I worked out that I was, I mean, it changed me because I was able to get extra support um, through college and then university. And, in fact, uh, before that, I was failing all my exams. I was kind of like... Oh, what's going on? I just, you know, I don't tick those boxes that society talk about. You know, you need to get, you know, this education, that education, you need to be something by this age and all of that, all of that sort of, um, what do you call it? Like, you know, uh, how society perceives you to be successful. Mm. And it just didn't, for me, I was like, I'm just so different. Like, why am I different? Well, firstly, my brain is wired differently. There's nothing wrong with it. It just processes information in a completely different way. Um, I'm not great at basic tasks like, you know, spelling, sometimes even reading. I can read, but I'll miss out words. That's how it manifests itself. Um, I also, my memory is not like an average person. So all of these factors make some of the detailed or basic tasks really, really difficult. 
Um, however, if you ask me to strategize something and connect the dots between unrelated concepts, I can put that together so easily, and yet other people might struggle. So for me, I've had to kind of come to accept that. But in fact, that acceptance has led me to become, you know, creative, think outside the box. So all of that sort of process and going through that was a bit of an awakening. And then following that, I was like, okay, well, I got support, did really well at university. That then led on to kind of, you know, getting great jobs and career, you know, my, for my career, it was really, really useful because then I could work out how to kind of apply to jobs where I wanted to go. Um, and, you know, from there followed like a whole, I guess, 10, nearly 12 years of success. So top jobs, top brands, um, you know, a career that spanned, you know, technology, editing, websites, advertising, looking after budgets of 20 million plus, you know, some fantastic things that you wouldn't even think that I was capable of. I mean, I had teachers saying, you need to think about how to put pen to paper um, before you even come to my class. Yeah. <laughs> and to somebody say that to you when you're really young, like that is like the biggest blow that anyone can get. So my you know, my message to your listeners is, you know, don't worry if you don't fit, you know, that box of conformity or, you know, you don't fit that traditional standard standard of what the world expects from you. It's okay. Don't worry about it, actually. Dare to be different because when you go against the grain, and certainly for me, when I've gone against the grain and been creative and, you know, so rule book, and go on, I'm going to challenge the status quo on this. You know, I'm going to do this my way and do it differently. That's totally set me apart from anyone else. And it's delivered, to, it's certainly given me the opportunity um, that I wouldn't have got if I followed the book. So um, that's the kind of thing that I want to say to your listeners that it's anyone's feeling like that. Well, certainly, if anyone um, experiences those types of difficulties, reach out to me. There might be something that I can help with, point you in the right direction. Um, so yeah, so, so that was kind of culmination of doing things against the grain, you know, being that underdog, being quiet. But I guess the biggest change came when I took a career break from the corporate life um, and thought, well, what, what is it that I really want to do? Like, yes, I had a fantastic career, you know, gone from nothing to something, humble background beginnings. And then, you know, around me, I had like, you know, these amazing people, amazing, you know, my reputation was great. I took a career break to kind of figure out what I wanted and then felt quite isolated, you know, um, disconnected from my old world. Um, now my daughter came along, so I had, you know, I had the opportunity to raise this amazing creation. She's, she's an amazing kid. And, you know, for me, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a mother. I'm really going to dedicate all my time and effort and energy, um, to this, you know, creation. And I absolutely loved it. But then sort of like 12 months in, I'm thinking, what's my purpose? What's my, what what's my purpose? And I felt like I had lost it, mm. you know, so that, that was like the internal storm that was sort of brewing. And then it started converting into bitterness and like what am I doing with myself and all sorts of thoughts coming into my head 
And at that point, I was thinking, I don't really like who I am. I, you know, become quite bitter. I felt like I wasn't my the old version of me. Um, but I was trying to hold on to that. Mm. And what I wasn't accepting is the kind of like, you know, this is a new me and I need to kind of move forward with the new version of me and this is version 10. So um, I thought, right, this gives birth to my business and you know, during that time that I was off, I was also helping friends and family to build their presence online. Um, so once I was, you know, dedicating time and energy with them, you know, they, they'd come back and go, you know, I'm so much more confident with this. I didn't know about this. And this is stuff that comes naturally to me because I've been in industry I've you know done the whole how to build a brand online and I work with some of the world's most amazing brands so actually I'm sitting on a mountain of value if I can help these individuals and help them feel more confident about their digital marketing uh, embracing new technology and innovation and growing their brand online I feel like I found my purpose yeah and that's what I'll do and so that was the birth of my um, business, which is Lotus X, which is basically the Lotus reimagined um, for basically the digital universe. So that was the idea. It's version 10 of the Lotus, um, like myself. Just to, just to cut you, just to cut off and just add, yeah. add in, just um, tell everyone why you, ch- you chose the name Lotus X. What, what was the, what was the meaning? Cause I remember when you told me when we met up and it was, it was, I, just, I love the concept. So just just to give everyone an idea of when you start a business or when you start something, you're, you know, when you find a purpose or start something you love or a brand online, like to have some kind of a, the, the intention and the purpose behind starting is the most important thing. So tell everyone like, what was the purpose of like that, the Lotus X and, and the, the vision? So yeah, visually what I wanted to, I guess, depict, and the lotus has been in my life you know it's a bit bit like the roses in the west you know the lotus is to to us in the east you know it's got spiritual connotations but it's also you know for me it depicts um the lotus grows from you know grows in muddy murky waters and it doesn't matter where you come from so this is in a business sense but also in a personal sense it's about what your background is where you come from you know, we are all surrounded in this murkiness, muddiness, but it doesn't mean that you can't evolve, you can't bloom, you can't rise above it, you can't lift and rise to your fullest. So there is that personal growth element in it as well. But more than anything, I believe, just like the Lotus, you individually have a gift, if it's a business or personally, to bring to the table and you can add value as long as you're making a difference and you're touching lives. So for me, the Lotus was the best depiction of that. So iconic, what I wanted to do is create iconic brand and associate with the image. So that's why I chose Lotus. For me, it's, you know, it, it, it says everything just by having that one visual. Yeah, so, like yeah, so that's where I came up with it in the first place. So it's rooted in like, you know, giving it the right nutrients, but being true to yourself and um, really being true to yourself. And that, that's what creates your brand, well, your brand DNA. So it's, it's formed from that lotus and you keep going, you know, you keep rising. And when you feel lost, you come back to the roots 
So yeah, for me, it's, and I'm it's just curious about, when you when you um, created that logo, right? Because I know there's a lot of people listening right now that they they have a personal brand, let's say, or they're they're looking to have a personal brand, or they're looking for just to get themselves out there, let's say. And I know so many people, and I've met them in the past that have said like, and it just confuses and baffles me. But they they spend so much time overthinking on the logo that they don't even start what it is that they really want to do. They're just so focused on this design of this logo and it has to be perfect. When I, when I just give them my advice, which is I get that you want to be perfect and I get that it's really important to you and I get that it's something that's of value to you. But the most important thing is always to actually start and, and take action, right? Because the, the logo, it, like, so how many companies and brands do we know today that, has changed their logo over time hundreds of times and they just evolve every single time every couple of years there's a new logo for the same brand you Absolutely. know so many people Ken, kentucky fried chicken for example we started off as kentucky fried chicken then it turned into kfc and then the logo changed again from the kfc mm-hmm. you know and so many brands like that change but basically what i'm trying to get at is did you at the time when you created your logo did you overthink it a lot or did you or do you have the concept had the idea and you just you just did it at the idea, um, yes, you, I, you, I, you know, went through that. Oh, how, what should it look like? Should it look like this? Should it look like that? And ultimately, yeah, you're right. You know, like you just have to put it out there, and you're evolving as a like. I'm evolving every day. Every day, you know, I, I'm inspired by people like you. I'm inspired by things I see from industry. So, I think that yes, we are all driven by you know being perfect but actually in the quest of being perfect and getting it 100% right we kind of like restrict ourselves and that's something I've learned to you know just kind of let go of and even if it's like 60% there and you're happy with it just start with something Mm -hmm. you can see it even and then you go along and involve it optimize get it make it better you know it's like it the iteration process you know You start with version one and, you know, get to version 10 and it's the best version of that. But then you know that everything else is evolving, digital landscape is evolving, people are changing, culture is changing. So actually, why do you need to get it right straight away? So, yeah, so anyone that's thinking about, you know, you know, building their own business and thinking about or dwelling on their logo, absolutely don't dwell on it. <laughs> You'll, you'll throw something out and then you might change your mind. But Sometimes it's just going to be yeah. crap. Like, you know, it could just be rubbish. Like People might not like it, right? It, it doesn't matter, though. What matters is if you like it and if it means Absolutely. something deeper. Yeah. Right? yeah, you've got to, you know, if it's your brand, you've got to be confident with it. And it's okay that if it's not perfect, just remember, you know, when Apple created their first logo, it looked nothing like yeah. It does today. Yeah. If you go back and, you know, search for what it looked like, you know, it was like coat of arms. And then it was like the apple with multicolored, you know, the rainbow um, imagery. So, and now it's, you know, it, they obviously evolved that as well. So again, it's, you know, changing with the times and it, and it also depends on what type of brand you are, you know, are you angular? Are you, you know, there's so many aspects that you can use in this fonts and things like that that you wouldn't even think about, right? It plays into it. And there's color psychology. There's mm. so much that goes into that. But yeah, if you dwell on the, oh, I'm not sure if I like that. Yeah, I'm not confident yeah. in it. Think, start with, it's, you know, just start with something and then involve it. Yeah, and I think that's just with life in general, with everything. Like, 
We're all changing every day. <laughs> exactly. It's like when you're a kid and you have, uh, uh, you know, you learn how to ride a bike, right? You fall down so many times, but you get up again and you keep going on that bicycle. And then you can, when you're a little bit older, you buy yourself a nice bicycle, you're riding that bicycle, but then that bicycle gets old and your friend gets the new bicycle and you're like, dad or mom, like, you know, I want the new bicycle now. And then you upgrade yourself. Uh, same with a car. The first time you pass your driving test, you get the most cheapest banger you can because it's the cheapest on insurance, right? You don't go and get a BMW straight away because you know the insurance is going to be so high for you. <laughs> so just like that, over time and over the years, we have to evolve slowly. We can't just go and be the best. We can't even, we can't just go and buy the best stuff. We have to start somewhere and then keep going. And I shared with some, with everyone on my social media platforms a couple of days ago, actually, about how I kind of started in my journey as well, my video journey. When I started Wisdom Wednesday, it was just me taking out Snapchat, making a video, uh, like it was like a three, four minute video of me just talking gibberish and just sharing personal growth stuff that I was learning at the time. That's all it was. That's what, and, it, and for me, it was just, I'm going to just start this random thing called Wisdom Wednesday. Screw it. Like I'm learning so much. I'm growing so much. I feel so confident. I feel like so many people out there that were like me can actually benefit from this, even if it's one person that listens to me every week. And I still remember there was eight people on Snapchat that were on, only eight that was watching it every week. Every Wednesday when I posted it, three, four minute video, eight people watching it. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like eight people's fine. That's, this is the start. The fact I came out of my comfort zone and started this new concept called Wisdom Wednesday, for me, now, I think today is Wednesday we're recording this podcast and it's the 152nd week that I consistently didn't stop making a Wisdom Wednesday video now. That's impressive. So every single Wednesday, last 152 weeks, I dedicated my life to make sure that a video goes out. And initially, they were all one minute. They were all going on Instagram, Facebook, obviously now LinkedIn and everywhere else, but... For me, it was just like, just to kind of prove a point to everyone is that when I started, it was just on Snapchat. Then, then Instagram stories came out. So I started posting on Instagram stories, not even on as posts yet. Then I thought, screw it. Like the stories is a bit long. And no, I don't think, obviously I started getting more, more viewers now on Instagram stories. But then I thought, let me actually post it as content, as video content. And, and it has to be one minute because Instagram only allows one minute videos. Yeah. So I thought, <laughs> I thought, I thought, okay, 60 seconds, let's do it. And I had to rush. Like, you know, I, I still remember at the beginning, I was rushing my videos because I was like, I got one minute. And now you ask me to make a one minute video. And you don't, I swear, Varsha, you don't even have to look at the timer. I know, I know how long I have in my mind because it's psychologically so used to it. And I'll speak for one minute really quick and I can end it before one minute's even done. And, and but then now is again, evolving, talking about evolving. Now, starting from this week, it's actually going to get longer. Today's video was four minutes, 15 seconds. So, because people wanted it. People want me, wanted me to make longer videos. But my point is, even this backdrop I have behind me right now, I bought it recently because now I started, like, it's been over 152 weeks now, me making these videos. It's, it's, and I've evolved in that time, right? It started from Snapchat to Instagram stories to actual content to actually doing everything from my phone Getting making these HD 720p videos, posting it out on social media. And now, only now, I've got the backdrop, I've got the ring light, and I'm trying to get a little bit more professional. I still don't have a camera, but I just use my, my brand new iPhone XS Max. And that will do because the main thing I think most people dwell on is the 
is the stuff, you know, is the actual equipment, is I don't have a light, I don't have a good camera, I don't have the right editing, I can't do subtitles, blah, blah, blah. People just don't make, and like Gary says, like people don't actually make and put stuff out there. They're just so focused on the the short term of like, oh, what are the people going to think? Or I don't have a good camera or whatever it is, you know, they make excuses. I I think that's right to a certain extent. So I think it's also there's a fear of that, you know, I've got to get it right, perfectness. And, you know, and I think you're right, you have to be resourceful, like certainly when you're starting out, um, you know, and think about what you do have. You know, if it's just your phone and you want to, and you're thinking about video, for example, and, and you do this so well, you, you know, you just talk naturally, freely, and you get your message out there. And a lot of people will, would quite easily refrain from that and say, oh, no, I can't, you know, I haven't got the right, you know, branding on it or, you know, yeah. it doesn't look like a proper, proper video. And to be honest, these are all sort of things that cross my mind at the start. And I'm thinking, actually, what really matters is just being authentically myself, like talking as I would in front of the camera and just getting out, get your, getting that your message out there and really being out there to inspire others and making that difference and the impact that you want to, the change you want to see in the world. So, so, and I think people actually care more about that. They want to see the real you. They, they don't want to see this cover and you airbrushed, you know, like, yeah. And we've been modeled, you know, we've been almost like conditioned to, we've got to look this way and we've got to have straight teeth and we've got to have flawless skin. I mean, that is not the reality. And yeah. people care about seeing the real version of you, whether you're tired, you're crying or whatever. I'd rather see that than see this, you know, facade of who you aren't basically so yeah there is a fear about like okay I've got to have it all perfectly done but if you don't have it just start with what you've got and just start I think you know start before you're ready definitely I, I'm, I'm 100% with you like and I think for you listening right now it's okay that you start with nothing or you start with limited resources it's absolutely and you know what I actually think it's better that you start with like your crappy Nokia or something you know and then upgrade yourself later on as you get better and more confident because you know what as I said to you like when I started doing videos um I, I wasn't the person I was today I, I wasn't this raw and this authentic and this real I was still a bit like awkward to speak in front of a camera right because it was just like me looking at my phone and camera and it's really weird at the beginning 100% if for those for those for those of you who've actually tried it it is really scary and really weird when you first talk to yourself on the camera because you don't know how you you because you actually judge yourself really you look at yourself yeah. and you're like oh I sound so stupid I sound so silly oh people are gonna laugh at me oh, this are biggest critics really exactly <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think it's it's fine. Like I think after you get over those first few hurdles, actually, do you know what? After you get over the first video, and you just like screw it, posted, I'm posting it. Who cares? Let's see what happens. But then you don't have the expectations because what most people do is they'll post a video and they'll have expectations on the likes, the comments, the views, or nobody saw it, no one's commenting on it, or someone said that it looks rubbish. What's that thing on the on your face or the background like? Forget about what people think, what people say, and what they think, and just put out the video with some kind of value, valuable message that you're, that you're trying to communicate with them. That's the whole point people make videos. It's not for them to look fancy and look nice. Of course, nowadays, Instagram and filters, like you said, Varsha, they make people look like who they're really not. 
the models that we see, the 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 cars, the the the, the role models, the celebrities. Most of them are all fake when you see the pictures and the videos on Instagram. Go read, go meet them in real life. They'll tell you how crap their skin is. You know, <laughs> they'll tell you how, how rubbish they are and, and how sad they are in life and how they're actually unhappy. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you look at the money and the fame. The most important thing to look at is that genuine, real, authentic person that you said. Yeah, and I think people connect with that more. Like, um, you yes. know, truly, I, I think, you know, it's like that, you know, the campaign that comes to mind is, you know, the Doves campaign, campaign for real beauty. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember that, but I, I just thought that was really brave. And, you know, then they started featuring women as they are, you know, in their different body types. And that's what makes us really beautiful. I think as individuals, like we're all different and why the heck would we want to look the same? Like, I don't know, but we've somehow society has, you know, created this beast where we have to look a certain way and we have to have certain skin and certain hair and whatever. And, you know, the Kardashians and everyone so like obsess over this and yes they're influences but actually that's not me <laughs> what what does the rest of the world look like they don't look like that you know and credit to them and you know each to each to their own but that isn't what reality looks like and my line is you know there is um perfection and imperfection Definitely. and that's what makes us all wonderful you know and you know Trees can be alike, yes, um, but if you look at them, there's so many differences in their leaves, the shapes, their trunks, you know, and that's what's really divine. That's, what's, yeah. that's what makes the world amazing. Yeah. 100%. So, you know, and I think people connect with that. Yeah, everyone's special and unique, as you were saying earlier with, with your dyslexia. Like people, like I still remember growing up in, in school, right, where people used to actually say dyslexic people is that's a disability. They actually yeah. said that word, and that's why I grew up thinking that's a disability. I genuinely that's did. Only only as I got older, I realized no, it's not. If Sir Richard Branson, one of the people that I love and, and, and inspires me so much, lives on his own island and he's super <laughs> successful, has a train line, has an airline, has everything that everybody would love to have as a but company. He's a vampire. <laughs> yes. can think- I can't read or write and he, he grew that empire. What the hell is stopping normal people like us that was just <laughs> super shy and like I couldn't speak to women? And that was kind of like my, my story, right? And it just made me think, like, if these people can do it, man, I have so much more advantage than them. Like, I've been blessed with so much other things that mm-hmm. they don't have. But for them, that's their gift. For me, I have my gifts. And that's what makes both of us unique. Yeah, and we all bring something different to the table. And so, like, having diverse minds is so important. Like, I yeah. think not only, like, in the way, like, you know, your brains are wide, but also different backgrounds, different cultures, um, because I think the best solutions are created or best like problems, the best people to solve those bigger problems are people from all around the world, yeah. not just, you know, certain groups or sects or, you know, or communities. It's when we all unite together in force that we actually can make the biggest difference. So that. for me, it's, you know, it's bringing in different peoples from different walks of lives. And, you know, I, I'm not only inspired by people 
you know, that are at the top, but also people that are around me every day. I'm inspired by something I see, you know, kids that say something. I'm thinking, literally me. Wow, you've really, you know, (laughs) wow, you've changed my perspective today. You know, so there's so much we can take from the world, the universe, and I think we have to try and, you know, apply that to our lives and, you know, become that better version. And that that will never stop for me. Anyway, I'm a student for life. Yeah. And I love being that way. I, the listeners know. listening to this right now also are, right? <laughs> student yeah. for life. We have to don't, constantly be Don't give up on your learning. You know, people, if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, you know, this, like you said, you know, if it, you try something once and it didn't work out, whatever it is, if it's you know, something you want to study, if you're a student or if, you know, you're trying and starting a business, you know, yes, if it didn't work out a couple of times, just keep on going, chip away at it and, you know, um, try different things, be creative with it. Um, just because it hasn't worked once and it depends how you're measuring it as well sometimes we're too hard on ourselves like you say you send a post out or you do a video and then nobody's seen it and you just think oh oh, no one's liked it that doesn't mean that they haven't seen it I mean I get so many people when I out on like events they go oh yeah we saw your video you're in my feed and they've never even liked it so um, like the stuff you put out there trust me it has like 10 effect yeah they're watching and maybe they they didn't like it or they were too busy or whatever you know we're all crazy busy and you know sometimes I miss things as well and maybe they don't want to like it that's totally up to them but the fact is you've turned up you're showing up you're visible instead of invisible and that's the first step and as long as you like your own post, that's what matters, right, Marsha? Exactly that. <laughs> exactly. I remember we had that conversation when you were like... First, give to yourself first. It doesn't matter what people think or say, give to yourself first and love yourself unconditionally, you know? And Talk us a little bit about that, Marsha. How can the listeners right now, how, do, how can they find a little bit more of self-love in their life? Because I think, like you said, lots of people are hard on them, too hard on themselves. Yeah, and and we're hard on ourselves because we're, you know, constantly comparing ourselves to others. And, Mm. you know, we think, oh, they've got it all or, oh, they've done that thing before I've done it. And whatever it is that you're comparing yourself against with, um, I think we just have to stop that, like really do and go back to who you are, who do you want to be, what impact you want to have in the world. And, you know, design, design your world or you create your world based on you and keep on showing up because Rome was not built in a, in a day, you know. So think of it that way. It takes time. And more than anything, in order to, you know, um, really have impact in the world, you have to start with loving yourself first I remember a time where I didn't even put a face up like on social media I just had like pictures of flowers and um you know I look on Facebook I can relate Vasha in case you didn't know that this this <laughs> genius and the guy poor Mr. Positivity or Mr. Machine guess what just over a little over five and a half six years ago let's say I didn't even have a like I didn't even want a picture of me in my own sister's wedding Oh, I was like, nope, I'm not going in. I'm not going on the stage. I don't want to take pictures. I don't like pictures. I don't want. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I know that. I feeling. swear, 
I was the guy. You can ask if you ever get to meet my parents or my family, you you can ask them, and they'll be like, "Yeah, this guy changed so much. He's making videos and stuff now." And he was like, "So people change. We change." And like you said earlier, I loved what you said about we have to be open minded because the world is going and, and leaving us every single day. And if we don't jump on that 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 train with the, with everyone else, then we're getting left behind. Yeah, we're getting left behind, but also don't don't be a sheep, right? So exactly. just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean it's right for you. Mm. You know, depending on how much time you've got, depending on what matters to you and how you're going to make that difference, whether it's your personal brand or your own business brand, you really have to think about what area do you want to own? What do you want to be known for? You know, where do you want to influence others? So don't worry about that train. <laughs> There's going to be other trains, okay? Don't put that pressure on you. And that that's part of the self-love and self-care for, for me anyway. Like, yeah, I, did, I just was hiding. I don't like being photographed still to this day. But I'm like, well, actually, if I don't show up, I'm not even putting a face, you know, my face on social media. Like, seriously, I have a problem, yeah. you know, because then how can I suddenly go around telling people, you can do it and you've got the potential when so, I can't, like, see it in myself mm. like I was like right I had a I had to talk with myself and said yeah basically we can't be we can't be our own hypocrite right we can't say things and and, and, and yeah. influence and inspire others when we can't we're not doing it ourselves right exactly you have to you know practice what you yeah. uh, hate the word preach but it's not preach but you know whatever you're putting out there yeah. you've got to practice it yourself yeah yeah so and if you don't then you're just kind of like well you're not yeah <laughs> it's not really true then is it so um yeah you definitely have to do that and so that all for me started with giving back to me like starting with me so you know yeah I was a mother I'm a wife I'm a sister I'm a friend I'm all these things I'm a you know I'm running my business I'm a, uh, all these things but yet I wasn't me mm. it's like actually I've got to put myself first Yep. And then I can bring everyone else through that door. You know, I can elevate them. I'll push them up. But if I don't give to me first, there's nothing else to give. Nope. And so I always try and, you know, I, sometimes when I work really hard, I think, right, take a, a day out, <laughs> self-reflect. And that's part of that self-love, self-care, you know, kind of process for me. Um, and I say that to my clients, I'll say that to my friends, because we all kind of get caught up with catching that train, yeah. like running for the train. And it's like, hang on, we haven't, or, you know, climbing that mountain. But we, what we haven't done is taken a step back and to really take, a, take the view and like, look how far we've got people. Exactly. Just to be great where you are. And you have to do that. Whether things have worked out or not, it's all part of your progress and your growth so like you say if you something hasn't worked out you kind of go oh how do I make this how do I tweak this a little bit and then it might work this way and you know you, you come up with different ideas and Tony uh Tony Robbins is a good one you know he talks about I remember the very first book that I had in my hand was I think um notes to a friend I think it's called I remember reading that like when I was 18 so it must have been college, yeah. And I was reading through that and he talks about how many times he had to like keep changing his solution to really get there and like KFC and there's so many different like examples in there, but you're not going to get it right straight away. Yeah. And 
self-care works that way as well. Like you have to keep putting in to yeah. give out. Yeah. So start with you and, you know, accept who you are, love yourself for it. And if someone will connect with you, if you've got something to share and a gift, yeah. which I believe everyone, you know, does have a gift. Um, sometimes you might struggle with working out who, what that is. Um, ask what, what others think people that are close to you, where do you excel? What can you bring to the table? I love that. So, yeah. so true. And since you mentioned Tony Robbins, he actually also says for the people that, for what I was saying earlier, but, and what you said about resources, like it's, not about being, it's not about having resources, it's about being resourceful. And that's something he always says on his talks and his videos and everything. And it just came to my mind, that quote, like, you know, it's not about having the resources, it's about you being resourceful with what you already have. And yeah. I think it's so powerful. Like since you mentioned his name, we just popped that quote just came into my head. But I was in. A, I was curious to ask you actually. Um, so, do you have like energy vampires in your life? Like you know, people that <laughs> I, I call them energy uh, energy vampires because they suck the energy out of you, or they're negative people in your life that stop, like distract you and want to stop you from. from, from <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. How, so, how do you deal with that? Do you know what? At first, I'm like, oh, you know, like I, I it you know people do drain me and sometimes it's close people that are closest to me and um actually the weird thing is at first I'm like oh you're really draining that energy and excitement because I'm generally I'm quite like excitable um generally speaking always positive half you know glass half full kind of person and everything's great in my world and then I get like that's not that good or you know not not even necessarily about something that I've done but just generally like have to put a dampener on something and that's usually because they're they don't see how it might work or you know it could be some a solution that I've come up with and I'm like what do you think of this oh, I'm not sure yeah you, you know you're just getting excited for no reason and and how do I deal with that so usually I'm like first I get really frustrated I'm like, oh, why don't you get this like seriously I think this could work and then um usually I'd get a bit like oh, okay if you think you know, I'll just get a bit down and then I think no stop this I'm gonna do this and show you like so stubbornness um yeah, and I'm just tunnel vision. Like I'm like, I, if I want something, I'm going to get that thing and I'm going to try every way possible to go get it. And whether that's a dream, a goal, something material, um, or, you know, if I believe in something, I will chase that dream no matter what. Do you, do you, so do you follow like your intuition then or do you? Yes, I do. And, you know, sometimes people go, oh, no, you know, like the mind versus, you know, the, the gut thing, you know, like heart, mind thing. And, yeah, so for me it always comes down to gut feel. Intuition yeah. always plays a, a massive role. Um, yes, my mind sometimes, you know, saves me from certain things as well, but, sometimes the mind also talks me out of things. So, yeah. you know, I have that battle. Like if I've decided something, I want to do something, I'll go do it. But then if I wait too long, like my mind starts playing games and like tries to talk me out of it. You can't do this because you've never done it before. Or, you know, all of that sort of thing, yeah. you know, happens. So yeah, there's people that, you know, drain me, but then I either don't hang out with those people or, if they're there in my life and they're part of my family or friends, then 
I kind of don't, luckily for me, I don't keep it in my brain too long. It's like in and out, straight out. You don't live with them, right? Yeah, you got to live with them. It's like family, you know. You know, there's yeah. always going to be a member of family that's going to be an irritating member of family. I, mean, I, I you know, because maybe they're in that moment and they're in a bad mood, so they've said yeah. something and they or, don't mean. It. Or sometimes, to be honest, they just don't understand you. They just don't get it. They, they, yeah. they, they're in the <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah, they're still <laughs> living in the past, so they just don't get it, and that's okay. Yeah, and it's okay. And I'm not saying cut those people out of your life. No, but then there are some seriously toxic people as well. And those, absolutely, I stay clear of, you know, yeah. and I've had those in my life before. And, I, you know, I've made a conscious decision to just say, you know what, I'm just going to be myself, keep to myself. It's fine. And my philosophy has always been live and let live. Yeah. You know, I'm, I don't judge and, you know, I try not to be judgmental and just let them get on with it. So, you know. Um, that's the way I live my life so it's fine and it works for me and I'm very forgiving <laughs> um, and I think that helps as well just forget forgetting and forgiving mm. I think those two core values I think keeps me in good stead for like carrying on with my mission my goal my cause my purpose um, I don't hold grudges so I just think what's the point life's short so just forget about it and just move on so true yeah. Oh, I love yeah, that. It really helps because you let go of all that negative energy. And yeah. I think that's what's really helped me. So anyone that's listening, like, honestly, like the best thing you could do is let go of that negativity. And, you know, it's hard, like, you know, it might keep cropping up depending of the scale of that negativity and, and emotional impact on your own life, um, whether it's, you know, in a breakup or, you know, something you know, someone said that's really hurt you or um, a toxic relationship or, you know, um, a work boss or something, you know, there's loads of different variables, but like the best thing to do is like, they're not going to change, but it's like adapt your own lifestyle. So you, you know, get on with your kind of life as opposed to hang on to that negativity if you, the, the more you focus on it, the worse it gets. So best to let go of it, move on. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm totally with you. I think the people that have negative people in their life, to just distance yourself from them. And like I said, like you said, I mean, you know, if it's your family, of course, you can't just get rid of them, but <laughs> you have to learn to adapt to the situation. And, yeah. and the best way to do that, in my opinion, is to show them don't say thing don't say anything or reply back to them or swear or get angry just show them your progress show them what you're doing in your life show yeah. them how serious you are and they'll adapt to you they'll change absolutely that's really key what you just said actually it's um you know sometimes it's difficult to believe in the unseen right yeah. we as human beings and we look for evidence it's like right well you want to go and do this. Okay. Show me the evidence, but I haven't done it yet. So I need to go off and do it. And sometimes they don't know like how you're going to, you know, by going, taking a particular route to success, how that is going to equal success. So I, if you haven't gone down the traditional route of going to school, going to college, going to university, Oh dear, you're really going to fail. Like you're not going to make it. And sometimes what they need to see is, you demonstrating that and they need to see okay well you've done that and you've now got you're getting clients so if it's a, a bit in the business sense you're getting clients oh okay 
yeah, you can really do this, right? And back to your point, it's not about getting angry and shouting at them and screaming at them. That does not help. In fact, that makes no. it worse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it makes you feel bad because you're like, and it, you're frustrated. But it's demonstrating, the yeah. taking action and, you know, those baby steps and eventually they'll see it. Yeah. And, it and after that, it's like, you know, it's like, succession ball it just curveballs and gets better and better and better yeah. and then suddenly they're like wow you really did make it and for me that's always been my driver like the so many people are like, wrong isn't no. it yeah so no no naysayers no you can't do that you shouldn't move jobs you shouldn't do this i wouldn't do this so that's the sort of you know like feedback that you get and i'm thinking well, i'm just going to do I made the decision. Exactly. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> um, that's not me. Yeah, and it doesn't work out sometimes straight away, but then it's like you're being creative and clever about how do I make this work? Okay, this didn't work out, but maybe if I tried this route, then that might work. And it's just getting that one step closer to your ultimate goal. It's just experimenting, isn't it? Like without trying new things, how are you going to know what the one purpose or your or your passion is, right? It, without trying and experiencing different you, you know, different crazy things in your life and just be creative with it. Yeah. Yeah. But it also, the other thing I was going to mention is, you know, when you have people that are like around you, whether that's your friends, family, or, you know, anyone else, when you have people that are, you know, doubting you, you know, one of the things that's definitely helped me is having that support system of a few individuals, if that was a few individuals or, 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 you know, a network on, on Instagram or LinkedIn, but surround yourself with positive, energetic, like-minded people. And honestly, it makes you feel so much better. Like you just think, yeah, I've got that, got that support. I've got that drive. I've got that power. I've got my army behind me. And, you know, they can be doing their own things, but it's just there. They're out there. They support you. They're your cheerleaders. And you know what? That's what makes me wake up in the morning, like seeing followers of fans and the individuals that really are interested in what you're doing and actually care about you. Um, so it's finding those fans and yep. people that care because your network gives you reach, but community is where the care comes in. And I it's that. yeah, that's part of the self care program as well, I think. So yeah, you really need to be with the right individuals. For me, it was my, you know, my coach, life coach um, who I met you know, a couple of years ago, Faith Ruto, she's now launched a book, shout out to Faith. <laughs> um, and, you know, some other individuals like Craig, who runs a personal development consulting business. And they they all literally came into my life, you know, around the same time. And they've been fantastic mentors and coaches that just really, really raised the bar for me and given me that self-belief as well. Because we all, you know, no matter how successful you are, I'm sure most of the successful people that you know all have mentors, coaches, yeah. you know, you you need somebody to, you know, definitely give you a bit of a kick, you know, when you're like feeling sluggish or you don't, you lose that drive and motivation. You have it, but there's some days where you're going to feel crap and that's the reality. It's normal to feel rubbish. It is so normal and people oh, think, you know, I shouldn't feel like this, I shouldn't, you know, I have fears. I still have fears. We all have well, yeah, that's the reality. And I think one of the other challenges we have is to try and normalize that. Yeah. 
know? um, because people think, oh, no, I have to be perfect. I should be like this. And, but it's okay not to be okay. And there's a whole mental health thing, you know, that the undercurrent of that and how that's becoming. A lot of people are talking about that now, which is great. Yeah. You know, because the only way we're going to get over some of these obstacles and challenges that us humans face um, is by talking to one another and sharing how we feel and then supporting each other, nurturing each other through that. And I feel like I have a responsibility, you yeah. know. That's why sometimes when somebody's on social media and I come across their feeds and no one's, you know, they've got something really great to say, um, I think... No, and it, nobody's liked them. And for whatever reason, the algorithm changes and, um, you know, we, we will conform and you'll see loads of people liking posts that have been liked by a lot of other people. Because psychology, we're just, right, yeah. Psychology, all that must be popular, must be okay, yeah. But what about the other side of the fence where people are really trying to make something of themselves mm. but no one's liked the post? I feel like I have that responsibility to really lift those people and go, yeah. You know what? You had something really good to say. I'm going to like your post. I'm going to show up for you. I think so. that's exactly how you connected with me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just, just one, one of my posts. You, you just saw one of my posts on LinkedIn, yeah. LinkedIn. I don't know how I came across with you. And I was like, this guy really has some really powerful stuff that he's saying, and I, I really think he's worthy, you know, of my, you know, attention. And so I think I'm pretty sure I not only liked it, but then... That's a really meaningful comment. Yeah, I still remember. And, you know, I I think people appreciate that and we don't do it enough. We don't say how good other people are enough. We we are so quick at talking about negative stuff. Selfish, isn't it? You know, and that's what we focus on. But what about on the flip side? You know, sharing that positivity, the kindness and unleashing kindness in the world. What about that? Like, that's missing. Let's do something about it. Kindness is king, Rasha. You know it. <laughs> that's what we, that's what me and you are all about anyway. That's what we're sharing, at least for the listeners as well. This, this podcast is for that. It's for bringing two people together that are like-minded, having a conversation about life, personal growth, about our journeys, and just experiences that we're going through. And, you know, something that you said earlier on, just to kind of finalise the conversation, is when you said earlier on about... Um, how you know most people that are putting out great content but no one's let's say seeing it because of the algorithm or no one really yeah. um, appreciating their work I, I still till today I tell people um, to stop looking at the numbers to stop looking at the number of likes and the views that you get and just literally put out content in whichever form is comfortable for them written audio video However it's comfortable for you, put it out something where you're sharing positivity, kindness, um, that peaceful um, vibes, basically. That's, that's somebody in the world, I promise you, somebody out there will find you and they'll reach out just the way how we connect, just the way I have all the co- guests I've had on the podcast, how I've connected with them through social media and then offline as well. Don't also forget offline. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's really key. It's like it's taken a U-turn because you know, digital is so crowded now as well. Um, You know, there's a massive opportunity in connecting individually as well. And I think to your point, and you say it a lot, all your content is those individual connections, building those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Online will only get you, you know, uh, that relationship to a certain level. Yeah. And I think the world works off relationships. And one of my favorite books, 
um, is Return on Relationships um, by a chap called Ted Rubin, and it's a fantastic book. But, you know, he talks about how relationships are, are the new or is the new currency. Yeah, currency I agree. Today. Yeah, and everything's built on who you know, like, and the, the strength of your relationships. I think relationship and, like, and energy, that's what I would say. Because yeah. the relationship is great, but the energy and the and the energy you create between that relationship uh, and having those like-minded vibes, let's say, that's what really matters. It's that offline connection always makes a difference. Like I know so many people that love my content and stuff online, but when they meet me in real life, you're one of them actually. You know, you saw all the content for so many months online, and then so, and that one time you came to London and you messaged me and we met up for coffee. And then you met me in real life and like, oh my days, like, I feel like I, I, like, I, I know you, like, as a brother, because we've been following each other for so long. Yeah. And it's just that, that offline connecting makes a massive difference, right? You straight away, you feel the guy's energy. It's like, you're the same guy that I see on the videos, like, no different, same energy, same everything. It's just more real now. Yeah, no, and I think that is, I mean, you know, people make the world go around. And that's yeah. why you know, I, I think people matter and put people first. Um, and I love people. <laughs> yeah, so, we yeah, love that. I just, um, yeah, just like, you know, just, you know, getting to know them and just meeting new people. And because I, I learn and I, you know, I'm inspired by everyone that I do meet and, and any, anyone that comes into my life. And, you mm. know, if, even if they don't stay there, that's fine. You know, they move on. But I've, okay. everyone that I've met, I've learned something from. Exactly. So, that's just about learning from from everyone you meet for sure yeah definitely but yeah no honestly I, this conversation was amazing i honestly loved loved all your love all your thoughts and um just love everything you're doing as well and i know like we would have we could have carried on this conversation for so long but yeah. I know time. <laughs> and i want to do my final four questions because i'm actually curious to hear from you um and you being one of the loyal listeners of my podcast i'm super grateful for you i just want to say that by the way um, that's right Good and you already know how it works. So final four, you know exactly how it works. There's going to be four questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first question I've got for you to answer for everyone listening is because I know you come, like you're really into your AI and AR, uh, which is basically for the people that don't know, artificial intelligence and augmented reality. I know you're really big on that and your content and everything, that all the events that you even go to. So, you know, it's just for you, for you personally, like in one sentence, <laughs> like what how do you, what is augmented reality for you and where do you see it going in the next few years in one sentence wow okay so augmented reality is really I, I from my point of view it's creating your imagination um and bringing it into the real world so it's it's a mix of physical and digital worlds combining so you can become really creative so you know imagine you and um, can cut uh, uh, um, a butterfly in your mind, purple butterfly with blue tones. You can physically, with uh, augmented reality, you can create that in the physical world. So it's a mix of physical and digital realities coming together. Wow. Sorry, that was in one sentence, but just oh, that makes sense. <laughs> it is really hard to put it in one sentence, but in a yeah. Life. It's kind of, you almost have to demonstrate. It's a whole other topic by itself, isn't it? So it's yeah, like, that's why I thought I just asked you out of curiosity, like as being the first question, like for you personally, how do you kind of see it? 
So in terms of like the future, yeah, that's this is a real big hot topic. So augmented reality. Um, so um, Apple and um, Samsung and as well as Google invested quite a lot of money in bringing this um, augmented reality technology onto the handsets and mobile devices. So what you'll see now is um, creators or content creators using um all sorts of elements to bring kind of, you know, just to get more creative and bring yeah. um, content to life. So you, you, I think in the future, what you'll see is people on, you know, if, they, if you're creating video, for example, and you might probably do this as well, I'm pretty sure you will do this. <laughs> it, you might start seeing at the oh, moment you filters, right. Um, that are just like different colors and, you know, you've got all different like visual effects, like stars and fireworks and whatever you've got. But now then what you'll find and, in fact, this has already started, is you'll start like being able to um, kind of bring your animations to life. So I, one of the filters that I used through, have you heard of AR Spark Studio, which is Facebook's yeah. Yeah. augmented reality um, software where you can start creating stuff. So one of the filters that um, um, a lady on Instagram actually uh, has created is a butterfly um, filter. So you can start recording yourself and you've got a butterfly on your face. Your cheek, yeah. And you can, you know, poke the butterfly like this and it sort of moves as you move. So, again, it's like bringing whatever's in here into the present moment in the physical world. Oh, wow. So you'll see so much more creativity happening. And I think it's a real, it's going to be super, super exciting because you'll see it not only on your mobile device but you'll see it on your wearables like you know all sorts of things happening and then in retail you'll be able to use it so for example if you go into I think Marks and Spencers are trialing this is you instead of having to try on clothes physically you'll be able to see and put your um, in the mirror see yourself but then literally have a selection wow. on the mirror and you'll be able to go, oh, I like this dress or trousers or shirt. And then... Reminds me of San Andreas, the game. Huh? Sorry? Reminds me of Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, when we used to go, and go, go into the guy's house and he used to go into his dresser and then he used to just be standing there and you just put <laughs> on different clothes and you could just try them on. It reminds me of that. Yeah, so the, it, it'll be as, as good as that. It'll be like, yep, yeah, okay, pair of glasses, which oh, glasses crazy. suit me? You don't even need to put glasses on. And the other a good example of um, this right now is IKEA's um, app, Place app it's called. So you can now um, basically look at the IKEA catalogue and then take a photo of your living room and select like an armchair and it'll be superimposed into your living room. So you will then get the dimensions and see how it looks in your living room, wow. just literally at a touch of a button. Like that's super cool stuff, so and good. you don't even need to go out and measure it and see. Yeah. You know, it'll just it'll drop into I'll your living room. You can see how it looks. Does it match? Does it not? Does it go right? Because at the moment, I, I don't know if you ever shop in IKEA, but I'm like, oh, I'll take a picture of this, and then I'm like trying to visualize it and see like putting two phones up and going is this gonna work yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, so it's Confusing. gonna fast pace that whole process and it's yeah it's really super exciting 
cool nice one now makes sense. i'm like <laughs> sounds like really long-winded but yeah. yeah but i know that's that that's what i'm saying it's a whole topic by itself because i know that's another topic you're super passionate about but yeah you can probably yeah. do a live about it or something one day or yeah. technology innovation yeah no or, yeah maybe i should for those, for those of you that are really int- interested in augmented reality and ai make sure you connect with marsha you can ask her questions about it like she's she's more than happy as you know like listening to her right now so passionately speaking about it she'll give you so many like insights to it so that'd be that'd be really cool but um the second question i have for you Varsha, is the one that i ask everyone i think you actually shared it um actually not, not this one the next question you actually shared earlier but this one is which one video movie or documentary that you've seen in your life mm-hmm. that, that you can still remember that had some kind of an impact like you learned something so deep from it or it just really changed your perspective on on life one movie video do you know what there yeah so i'm going to go so yeah that's not the same as what's your favorite movie so i'm going to go with one video okay so that kind of changed my perspective and kind of yeah made me kind of get up and go right take a look <laughs> look at myself today right sort it out like <laughs> Yeah, stop feeling sorry for yourself. So the one video, now the video is a YouTube video and it's um, been created by a company called Video Advice. And I'll have to share this because I'm just not going to do it justice. It's a 10-minute video. Now it's narrated by Neil Donald Walsh, um, who's the author of Conversations with God. And he's got this amazing voice, if if you know of him, if your listeners know of him. Um, But... The whole video is around, you know, you you control your own destiny. You are the creator of your own life, like design your life. You set the rules. You um, Anything's achievable. You just have to, it all starts with your mind, then your thoughts, visualization, and then taking action. And that, for me, when I saw that video, I just thought, this is just like the, the ultimate sign. Like for me, it kind of got me out of this, the whole mess of what's my purpose, not deciding, being kind of not, dis, not being disciplined as well with what I wanted to achieve. Um, it really set the tone for me and it helped me start my business. So wow. it, it's funny, it wasn't even like, yeah, it wasn't a movie or it wasn't a book. It was that one video. So um, if anyone wants to know what that is and, you know, please reach out to me. I'll send you the link. It's on yeah. YouTube anyway, but it's a fantastic video. It's the cinematography is great. It's a really, really good video. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Definitely share that with me as well. And like she said, if you, if you want to see that video, make sure you check it out because the reason why I asked this question, by the way, is because I know every single person in the planet has seen a video or, or uh, like a movie or some kind of documentary that had this kind of a massive impact in their life. And that's why I want everyone to share it. So you actually go and listen to it or watch it. Um, yeah. It would really, if obviously if it helps other people, it's obviously going to help you in some way as well. Yeah. So it just makes you think that's all it is. But the third question I've got now is not the movie, but now your favorite book, the one, not, not, I know there's so many, and every, every guest always says, I know there's, I've got like heart and so many of them, but <laughs> so many books, yeah. the one, the one yeah. that did it for you. That really changed your life? So it depends how you, yeah, change my life. I think maybe made me think differently. So um, I probably have to say The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. Um, so I don't want to ruin it if you haven't read it, but 
It's about like this young. No, don't give them no spoilers. Hey, 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 hey. Don't give them the spoilers of the book. They have to go pick up the book and read it. Pick up the book. Oh, so it's about aligning yourself <laughs> with the universe um, yeah. and really, you know, chasing your dreams. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, ultimately looking inward as opposed to outwards mm. and where the real true value is, is within. The power is always within anyway, isn't it? The power yes. That's my kind of key, key outtake of, yeah. of the book. Um, but it's just got so many themes and, um, they're going to go read it, right? They have yeah, to go, go and read it. Um, but yeah, that was, yeah, that was a really, really good book. So yeah, definitely. Worth picking up, listeners. Or the Alchemist. Yeah, you can check, definitely yeah. check it out. It's a yeah. really common book. You can yeah. just Google it and find it anyway. Yeah, really, really good book. Yeah. Nice, amazing. So, guys, make sure you go and check that book out again. Read it. Re- listen to the audio book if you're like me. But get your hands yeah. on it because it really is a powerful. Like you can you can learn a lot from from that from the from the insights in that book. Um, last question before we finish is Varsha is if you can spend a few hours with someone that you look up to a lot or that you love learning from or you love listening to or watching and they could be dead or alive who would that person be and why do you pick them uh <laughs> um, yeah richard branson okay and, yeah why because i resonate with him so much like because of a just uh, you know difficulty dyslexia and the fact that you know what, the biggest thing that resonates with me is, is the simplicity of how he, you know, um, turns something so complex into something so simple. Mm-hmm. And I'd just love to spend like a couple of hours from him, like really learning the ropes of how, you know, how he got, you know, all the right people to work with him. I think that's why I'd want to ask him how he got some of the best minds to work with him and build his empires and businesses. So that's why I love to learn from him. And of course, he's a massive inspiration. In fact, if I ever did meet him, I think I'd probably be like so nervous. I don't even know what to say. I probably wouldn't be saying my name properly. But yeah, (laughs) he's been an inspiration throughout my life. Yeah, so Richard Branson. Amazing. I love that. That's the first time. That's the first, that's the first, you're the first person I actually said that actually, because most people, really? always, oh. most people always actually pick someone that's not alive anymore. They're like, mm-hmm. I pick this person because like, oh, I just love to spend that. It's the same way you spoke about Richard Branson. They're like, cause this person has gone now and we can never ever get, get to see them again yeah, and learn from them. Yeah. It's a different type of kind of energy, isn't it? And they would love to have asked yeah. questions and get some insights from them. But no, that's totally cool because again, everybody has one one person in their life that they really w- would love to or would would have loved to uh, meet and learn from, and that's just the journey of life. Like the whole point we're doing what we're doing right now is to constantly learn to better ourselves, to have a better mindset, and just to be happy. The end goal is just to be happy and enjoy life and die happy one day, basically. <laughs> yeah, goal, right? I mean, for me, it's always been you know, choose happiness over anything. Uh, Everyone should do that. You know, being in a class full of graduates and most of them actually chose to be, they wanted to be rich. And I'm like, well, no, I just want to be happy. (laughs) And it's it's interesting. That's what makes you special and unique, see? So I, I think when you're happy, like the passion just shows itself. And then, you know, that money 
comes through and then you know for me yeah money helps obviously but it's not the ultimate motivational driver for me um it's about making a difference because that's what fulfills me and you know um delivers upon my purpose so mm-hmm. and my internal purpose so yeah i think that's the i think that was the most beautiful line to end the end the whole podcast on because it was just spot on know who you spot are make you it happen and and do it do it be basically be selfless and and be be of service um to others and lead others from by example oh, yeah great basha it's been amazing having you on the on the podcast i'm super grateful how can everyone listening actually go and like reach out to you ask you questions there's so many topics that you touched on that they can they can go deeper on with, with you if they want to have they wish I have a conversation with you please reach out to me guys um absolutely you know honored to be on your podcast um so yeah if you want to reach out to me um I mainly live on Instagram um so you could follow me on my business account which is and the handle is lotus x or one word l-o-t-u-s-x underscore uk um, if you want to reach out to me personally, um, it's just my name on Instagram, Varsha, V-A-R-S-H-A dot Amin, A-M-I-N, um, also on Instagram and also, of course, LinkedIn. Um, so again, Varsha Amin, um, V-A-R-S-H-A, Amin, A-M-I-N. So yeah. I'm on pretty much LinkedIn, Instagram, a um, bit on Facebook, but not so um, active on Facebook. But yeah, just... Um, Facebook's dead. Find me. <laughs> what did you say? Facebook is dead. Facebook is dead. It's dying. You know, you know what? It only works if you pay, which is fine, which is, which is again... It's, it's, yeah. it's, I just, do you know what it is? It's, I don't, I wouldn't rule Facebook out, but the thing is, because I'm a visual person, I just yeah. like the way that, Instagram lays out your content. Yeah. Um, so that's why I kind of live off Instagram and a lot. You jump of on TikTok now, by the way. <laughs> I know TikTok. Another visual for you. It's amazing. It's <laughs> yeah. fun. It's amazing. It's cool. And uh, trust me, <laughs> they might be with kids right now, but it's growing and it's aging up, as Gary's saying. So it's definitely. Yeah, I think people are yeah starting to make the switch from like, yeah. Facebook. Don't, don't leave everything, but just get that be on there now you know you because as a content creator you've got to be everywhere yeah no no i completely agree brand new brand everywhere as much as you but yeah vasha thank you thank you thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom and 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 just everything you shared was amazing um i'm grateful that i had you on the show and hopefully if you're listening still up until now make sure you go and reach out to vasha and show some love ask her any questions that you have. She's always open to listen to you guys and, and, and help you out and be of service as is everyone else that's on the podcast. Um, and yeah, I'm super grateful. Thank you so much for your time and hopefully we will catch up really, really soon. That's all right. Uh, thanks once again. Honestly, people reach out. Don't suffer in silence. And yeah, <laughs> you know, get, get connected with all the positive people. And yeah, honestly, keep listening to this man here. He's awesome. <laughs> Honestly, I learned so much from you and thank you so much for motivating all of us. I'm grateful, thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. No worries. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye.
If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time. It really means a lot to me. Please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this. It would honestly mean the world to me. Thank you so much once again. I hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and I'll see you guys next week.